You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 11 days until the Giants kick off the season against the Cowboys. The Giants The home of New York Giants football. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, it's going to be a good one today. Good morning, everybody. You've got Mike Flegelman here, no Al, no Jerry until 6 a.m. when he'll be along with the great Joe Beningo, and I am happy to be joined by Peter Schwartz. Peter, and your nice, uh, well, I didn't see the back. I see it's an 80 Jets jersey. It's I'm Quebec. guessing that's Wayne Quebec. It's Quebec. Very nice. Yeah, this is, so you this is a jersey of Boomer's teammate the day Boomer said goodbye. Yes, absolutely. So this was when uh, Kozla took over. They added the black trim. So this is kind of like the legacy uniforms that they're going to wear this year. But this was when Kozla took over and he added the black to the trim. So it's kind of like what they're going to wear this year, just the black added to it. Right, now that black trim did not last very long. Although anything from that mid-90s, 80s, anything we go back, better than the current uniforms the Jets have. And we will start with those New York Jets because I know you didn't get to watch all of it, but you saw a lot of the clips online. I did wake up and watch the entire episode We have the fourth out of five episode of Hard Knocks that aired last night. And the biggest takeaway, something that if you watch the Jets-Giants preseason game on Saturday night, you saw Aaron Rodgers kind of get into it with Jahad Ward. Well, in Hard Knocks, you got the audio of Aaron Rodgers very clearly mic'd up and not happy with Jahad Ward hitting him after a play. Not, Not a big hit, but definitely some light contact well after the play. And Aaron Rodgers, not very happy. Not happy about it. And I, the interesting thing with Rodgers now being a Jet is we're just we're seeing these different sides of Aaron Rodgers. Like you never would have thought, all the years he was in Green Bay, that he would be like a trash talker. Like it just it, that stuff never came out. Now whether it was the way the Packers media covered him, I don't know. But we're seeing all different sides of Aaron Rodgers now with the Jets, and to hear him go at it with him. Uh, on Saturday night, that was really you know fascinating stuff. And hey, he wasn't taking any crap from him. No, and it all adds into what we've heard, what we've seen. That Aaron Rodgers seems locked in, motivated. All the you know the little things that that that's something that maybe shouldn't bother a guy who's been in the league for so long. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. He's won a Super Bowl. All right, a little contact after the play uh, from a guy he does not know. Whatever, but no, Aaron Rodgers doesn't take it like that. He's serious. This is a preseason game. 
and he's talking to the guys before they get on the field, let's go out and score a couple times, which they only do one out of the two thanks to Randall right. Cobb and his penalty. But even the clips from that where he's getting on his good buddy Randall Cobb, like, yeah. hey, what are you doing? I know that hit was legal a couple years ago, but it's you can't do it now. It's not 2014 anymore, yeah. Right. And, and but but of course his wife in the stands with their son is saying, right. oh, it looked I like a good hit. hit. Like, I thought it was a good hit. Right. And and again, he's going to get the, fined for that. Before now. the rule changes a couple years ago, that was a very good yeah. hit. Uh, you know, Watching just how engaged he is with his teammates, with the coaching staff, especially Nathaniel Hackett, just all around, and especially coming off of yesterday's news that Kelly Stafford saying Matt Stafford is having trouble connecting with the young guys. You see how this team feeds off of Aaron Rodgers, and it's something that we've talked about all offseason when he's at OTAs. Every step of the way, he's taking in everything that there is to do in New York. Uh, the episode last night ends with the tag of all the guys on the Jets going over their favorite Broadway plays. And then you have CJ Uzama dropping a couple <laughs> F-bombs in like a happy context, uh, yeah. talking about how great some of these plays are. Through the end of August, where we are now, everything has gone perfectly so far for Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. Yeah, and as you were saying that now, I was thinking of our conversation yesterday where you were like pleading with Jet fans not to be negative about it, and you just like the perfect lead-in to what I could have said, everything has gone right, and now we're just waiting, is anything going to go wrong? And I don't want to feel that way. I want to feel great going into September 11th, and I I think there's no reason not to. Listen, you just don't know how a season is going to play out, but... I, I, I said it yesterday. I can't remember being this excited about a season since 99. No, I mean, and you should be at that level because even in 2010, obviously Jets fans were excited coming off of the first AFC Championship game. Sanchez was still a little bit of an unknown. There was, you know, well, they kind of lucked in, backed into the playoffs the year before. How much of it was real? They proved it was very real. And then I don't know about you going into 2011. I hated how they handled that offseason. So I was still excited, but it wasn't like this year where I look up and down this roster and we look for weaknesses and there's nothing glaring. Even yesterday at practice, Dwayne Brown back at practice, Dalvin Cook, he's practicing, says he does everything. All these guys who there were question marks, they're starting to work their way back into the fold. Carl Lawson is back at practice. It looks like the Jets are going to be as healthy as you could realistically ask for heading into week one. Both fan bases here, the Jets and the Giants, and I'm not even that high on the Giants this year as we talked about yesterday. If you are a New York football fan, you should be thrilled and excited going into September because, again, why not? And because our baseball season has stunk with both of us. I mean, it's just, it's it's been brutal, and now, you know, I mean, we'll get to baseball in a little bit, but now, like, at least from a Yankees perspective, like, I'm excited to see when Austin Wells gets called up and hopefully Jason Dominguez gets called up as well. And now you, if you're a Met fan, you're wearing a Brooklyn Cyclones t-shirt. Uh, Kevin Parada just got called up to double A. So there, there's other things from a baseball perspective that you can focus on. But just the fact that, you know, both te- you know, the Giants are coming off a playoff year. The Jets had this ridiculous offseason with high expectations now. I mean, this is going to be unbelievable. And every week you're going to be – glued to your TV or you're going to the game, whatever it might be. Uh, this I can't remember you know, being excited for a, a Jet season since 99. When was the last time there was this much excitement for both teams? I don't know if it's happened since I've been around. And even, I'll be honest, even in like those 2009, 10, 11 ranges, there was a lot of excitement. Maybe going into 2008, once the Jets traded for Favre, 
Giants obviously coming off a Super Bowl victory. Right. And until the Plaxico incident, they had what looked like the best team in the NFL. The Jets were right behind them until Brett Favre ended up getting injured. Maybe going into that year, but then 2009, 10, 11, late summer, I was away at school. So mm-hmm. just being around it in New York, being here every day, obviously. I've worked here since 2012. So going into a football season, the last decade plus just here, this is completely unlike anything I have experienced working at WFAN, <laughs> producing and screening calls, the daily conversations we're having. It's been maybe one or two years where we felt this good about one team. To feel it about both teams, this is a very exciting time. Just for me personally, for obviously as a Jets fan, but then from working here and being immersed in it every day, this has been such a refreshing change of pace. And you mentioned you didn't like the way that you know the 2011 you know season unfolded for the Jets. Remember the the groundwork for that was laid the year before because that's when they really started to dismantle the team that was you know built in 2008 and 2009. And they got rid of Thomas Jones. The offensive line was being you know broken up, and the Jets still got back to the AFC Championship game in 2010. Ladanian Tomlinson was one of the running backs, and you know they were you know they put together a, a line that was still able to get them. But you, you started to see that deteriorate, and it obviously it undercut Mark Sanchez the following year. And then Rex keeps him in the preseason game, and he gets hurt, and that was the end of that. But yeah, it's been an abyss for the Jets since then. And now, listen, let's, let's strap it on next week and get ready to go against Buffalo. No, listen, it's something when we get to next weekend, and you have. Giants Cowboys Sunday night into Jets Bills Monday night. Huge games for both teams. Not that either one is in too much trouble if they start 0 1, but this is for the Giants, it's definitely the, the team right in front of them because the Cowboys are between them and the Eagles. So this is the next team, the next step for them to prove to us that they've improved and they're ready to take that next jump is beating the Cowboys. For the Jets, it's contending for an AFC East title, and the team that's won the division the last few years. Granted, of course, the Dolphins finished ahead of the Jets too last year, but the Bills are the team to beat in that division. This is a challenge and an opportunity for both teams heading into week one, and you love that they're both healthy, at least relatively healthy, going into an NFL season, and both teams seem to be in as solid a position as you can be to take their crack at their big rival, to take their shot eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And it was cut down day yesterday in the NFL, and both teams got down to 53. Get to the Giants in a second, but you know, from the Jets' perspective, uh, perspective, I think there were some surprising names you know, on the list. You know, Tim Boyle, I never thought they would cut a friend of Aaron Rodgers, but they did cut Tim Boyle. We knew Bam Knight was reported. Uh, Zach Koontz, you know, it's never good when you have to cut a draft pick. 
And listen, I know it was a low round pick. It was I think he was a sixth round no, pick. He was the seventh round. Seventh pick. round, seventh round pick. So it's not the worst deal in the world, but you you spent a draft pick on him, and now he doesn't make your team. I would suspect he'll be back on the practice squad. Yeah, see, I, I never even look at it that way, especially because we knew, like, the Jets' top three tight ends were locked in. Uzama, Conklin, and Rucker. So there was a low chance that he was going to make the roster anyway. Seventh-round pick, you bring an athletic guy into camp. It seems like the Jets still got, from the undrafted pool, the guys they wanted in camp to make sure, you know. So taking Koontz there was to, uh, it seemed new. More like, let's make sure we get him into Florham Park and to get a good look at him. And one area where the Jets have had solid success in the last few years, well, two, because they've had waiver claims that Joe Douglas has made and the undrafted free agents, Bryce Huff, Tony Adams. And this year, you're going to be looking at a couple of the wide receivers who make the roster. Gibson. And and Brownlee. And I know Mm -hmm. you didn't uh, get to watch this part of Hard Knocks last night, but the way they were, they've shadowed both of those receivers and how they were competing at, at the time we kind of thought maybe for one spot. So not that they're pitting them exactly against each other, but they do lay it out. Hey, these are two leading candidates for what is most likely going to be one job. Of course, with Corey Davis, it turned into two. But the way Nathaniel Hackett talks to Gibson on the bench during the fourth preseason game against the Giants makes it seem like Gibson was never in danger of being cut. So it's just funny how that plays against what we've heard, what we followed over camp the last few weeks is this guy on the roster bubble. You watch Hard Knocks and you go, it does not sound like he was ever on the bubble. Yeah, now when you're watching the game Saturday night here, um, you know Gibson had that bad drop uh, in the first in the first half, and you th- start to think, oh, you know, he's on the wrong end of the bubble. And then he had a spectacular second half. So and he, and he returns kicks, so that obviously helped get him on the roster. Um, and unfortunately, the hard knock star from uh, a week or so ago, Jerome Cap, he got, was one of the cuts yesterday too. He was, and you know, obviously, you don't get the the scenes anymore with the cut scenes. Uh, it, it's still, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts here because this is something that got a little bit of buzz when it we were found out the Jets aren't going to do this. You know, you see Cap, and he talks to the uh, the hard knocks crew after he gets cut. You know, it, I, I always feel uncomfortable. You know, they're showing his parents during the game when he's not really getting involved a ton. I hated those cutscenes. Like yeah. I, I am much more. I don't know what they're going to do with Hard Knocks next week now that camp and the preseason are over. But I hated those episodes where, out of fifty-five minutes, it was thirty-five to forty of let's go one by one by one, watching these guys have their dreams crushed and their soul stripped. I hated those scenes. You want to show me the ones where the guys find out they make the roster? Yeah. And I forget if it was Gibson or Brownlee. Somebody said the coaches uh, tricked them and went with the you know I'm sorry. You made the team. Yeah. So that stuff is fun because it has the happy end. I don't want to watch these guys who have worked so hard for so long. For a lot of them, this is the end of the road. I, I know people have big interest in those cutscenes. Peter, I hated that stuff. Why do we want to watch? Why do I want to be a fly on the wall for one of the worst moments in their lives? I hate that. Yeah, I thought that was very cringeworthy, especially you know when the Jets were on hard knocks last time. There was also that... Um, there was a scene in the first Hard Knocks the Jets were on when they were, um, I can't remember the quarterback's name when they were in it. It was not, not Brooks Bollinger. It was after Brooks Bollinger. I can't remember the quarterback's name. I have to look it up in the break. But Mike Tannenbaum is sitting down with this quarterback, and they're discussing you know, restructuring his contract. They want to restructure his contract. It was almost as cringeworthy as watching a guy get cut, the way Tannenbaum was talking to him. 
And um, was it Brunel? Was he still there? No, it was not Brunel. It was a young quarterback that had been there a couple of years. Kellen Clemens? No. Oh, Kellen Clemens. Yes, it was Kellen Clemens. Good job. <laughs> I guess I was drawing a blank on him. Um, and so they're talking about restructuring his deal. And he's like, what if I say no? He goes, well, we're going to cut you. I remember I remember the, well, we're going to cut you. Yeah, we're going gonna to cut you. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think that's necessary to show somebody's dreams get crushed on, on television. You know, people want to see it. And it's one of the like the most successful parts of Hard Knocks for 20 years now. People love those scenes. I just I never understood it. Going, you know, I loved the first time the Jets were on. Of course, how could you not? Yeah, and not even just Jets fans. Everybody loved that 2010 Hard Knocks season. Of course, you know the Rex Snack speech, the the uh, Revis conclusion, and how dramatic that was. I always joke that's as dramatic as yeah. anything that's ever been on HBO, uh, The Wire, The Sopranos, and that's going to be the other headline from last night. You know, it's going to be tough for you to play it during the show uh, because people know the song, they know the music. But Hard Knocks sort of recreated yeah. the Sopranos theme with Robert Sala driving to MetLife Stadium before the preseason game. And I got to be honest, Peter, it, it gave you go- gave me goosebumps. A little yeah, bit I, I saw a clip of it. Somebody, it's it's not it was not worthy of airing, so I had to go find the Sopranos theme online. Just we'll we'll do something on it's, one of the, it's literally just the first we'll, thirty seconds we'll of do, the Sopranos. We'll, theme. we'll do something. We'll 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 try and get through something on the update about it, with being cute about it, but. Um, I, I thought the, the way I saw it on online, it looked like they did a really good job, really good job with that. Um, oh, yeah. In the beginning, it feels like it's almost a shot-for-shot recreation until they reveal that it's Sala in the car, and he, then he goes on a different path because he's going to MetLife Stadium. Right. But the first couple shots, you're like, oh, this this is The Sopranos. Yeah, so <laughs> a nice throwback by HBO last night to do it. By the way, the first time the Jets were on Hard Knocks, so I was covering the Jets for FAN at that point, and... Uh, I remember going back and forth from New York to, to Cortland uh, to cover camp, and I remember the first episode was airing. Uh, the so it was the second week of camp, and it was one of the my drives. One of the time, I was going back and forth every few days, so I'm driving home from Cortland as the first episode is airing, and my phone just starts going, bzz, 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 and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" So I stopped to go get something to eat on the way home. And I look at my phone, he goes, you're on Hard Knocks. You're on Hard Knocks. We just saw you ask a question on Hard Knocks when they were the, they were checking in uh, at the beginning of camp and Revis is not there. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Damian. It might have been Damian Woody who I asked. I think it was Damian Woody. Like, what's your level of disappointment that uh, Darrell is not here? And, uh, you know, my, my my kids go back and they find it on on Hard Knocks. They like Dad. You know, you how come that was the only time you were on? We watched all the episodes, like that was the only time, but that was it, like right off the bat, like the first two minutes of the show. There's the question. Well, that's good, and you got in early. So last night, you didn't see him, but at the end, when they, uh, I said they were talking about the Broadway shows, you do hear Brian Costello ask a question. Oh, okay. So no FaceTime, but for anybody who is familiar with the voice of Brian Costello, which if you listen to WFAN a lot over the years, obviously you are you will get to hear him make a quick little cameo. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a cameo on last week's episode because my family and I were at the Thursday, it was supposed to be the second joint practice, and that was just a regular Jets practice, so they were showing some clips. That, uh, maybe they'll show us in the stands there. We didn't get in. And maybe they'll do some of the old footage and B-roll in next week's episode when there's a knock, uh, not a lot going on. I know we're still waiting for maybe a, a quick shot of when Boomer and Gio were at camp two weeks ago, but it's hard to get upset about anything not being at Hard Knocks now when we're four episodes in, there's one left, 
and we still haven't seen a, a, even like one quick shot of the general manager. Joe Douglas has avoided hard knocks oh, he's, like it's the plague. Yeah, he wanted no part of it. I, I guess it goes back to when he was like the, when Turk, he was the Turk for the Ravens. So, but I, I, you know, you made the point off the air about you know people just aren't, aren't liking this hard knock. I, I thought this has been a phenomenal season of it. I've enjoyed every oh, no, episode. I think people are uh, liking it. I meant like in the last few years, we've seen it been criticized. But we can get into that. I want to make one more point. We'll talk more about the Aaron Rodgers and Jihad Ward stuff. And I do want to ask Peter a question. We'll talk about baseball as we continue with the show. This not has to does not have to do with a vacation, does it? No, it has okay. nothing to do with vacation, nothing to do with <laughs> hotel rooms. I'll leave that to Jerry and Joe. I will ask you, though, Peter, you're a longtime Yankees fan. I will ask you a question that only a Yankees fan can answer. We'll get into all of that. Okay. It's the warm-up show with Fleegs and Schwartz, and we'll be right back.